stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. We might recall last year the Alberta government moved to ban paid plasma donations. Uh, based on the premise that it is immoral for anybody to be compensated for donating blood plasma products and that it undermines our voluntary donation system. So it's, is that the right approach? Because other provinces have done so as well. But at the same time, let's not forget that when it comes to blood plasma that's used to make uh, various uh, pharmaceutical products, that we import most of it that we use in Canada from the United States. And, of course, in the United States, there is no ban on paid plasma donations. So don't get this confused with blood donation. We're talking about, obviously, um, similar products when it comes to, to the human body, but uh, very different in practice. There is no compensation allowed for blood donation in Canada, and this in no way impacts that voluntary blood donation system that exists. But there is a need for these products, which is why we import so much from the United States. So why on earth does it make sense to put a ban in place in Canada on compensation for blood plasma products when we have to import even more than as a result from the United States, knowing that it comes from a system that allows for compensation for donors? It makes no sense. If we truly believe that this is immoral and outrageous, well, we shouldn't be importing any from the United States either. We should just take our chances with a completely and totally voluntary system. And I think everybody knows that that's simply unworkable. So there's a pushback against all of this. Now, as Alberta and other jurisdictions have moved to, to ban compensation, uh, a letter released this week by a group of professional ethicists and economists, 26 of them, which includes two Nobel Prize winners and a recipient of the Order of Canada. They write, quote, In our view, none of the moral objections of the compensatory model are persuasive. Furthermore, there's a strong moral presumption against standing in the way of a model that is most likely to promote security, not only of Canada's supply of these products, but also of the global supply. Well, joining us on the line to talk more about it, one of the signatories to this letter, uh, Nicola Lacatera, associate professor uh, at the University of Toronto. Nico, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Oh, you're most welcome, Rob. All right. Well, what are your concerns um, about the, the idea behind these, these bills that we've seen in Alberta and elsewhere that say we need to prohibit compensation for plasma donation? Well, uh I think the main concern is about sort of the extreme position that this, uh, 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 these legislations have taken in, in different provinces now, and the lack, in our opinion, of a proper uh, debate and analysis of evidence uh, when it comes to compensating uh, plasma, uh, plasma donors. So, um, you know, as we say in the letter, we express concerns. We don't want to be like full advocate or one position or the other, but we would, would have liked to see, and we would like to see maybe in the future, uh, a broader and deeper conversation about uh, these issues, given that they concern, you know, life-saving uh, products uh, and therapies. Right. And, and we need to approach it cautiously, because if there is a question about safety or if people right. are being exploited, uh, right. if this is going to impact the amount of supply available, I mean, we should be aware of and right. concerned about those possibilities. 
Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, there are, if you want, three sets of uh, aspects that we should re- really concern. One is about safety, as you said. Uh, so there has been, for a long time, uh, a perception that plasma coming from paid donor was uh, unsafe or potentially unsafe plasma because maybe someone decides to uh, donate to give plasma for pay uh, because they need money and people are in dire need for money might have some diseases or have taken some behavior that uh, you know is conducive to diseases that are transmissible to through blood and plasma uh, and Turns out this is not the case right now. Uh, in fact, as you as you mentioned earlier, uh, Canada imports a lot of bl- uh, plasma from uh, from uh, the U.S. About 80% of the plasma used to make therapies, uh, and people are paid uh, in uh, in the U.S. If it was unsafe, then Canada would not accept that kind of uh, the kind of plasma, and, and so the safety concern, uh, in a sense, is not there anymore. However, I have to say, uh, together with uh, co-author, we've done some research serving Canadians about uh, why at least some of them are opposed to, uh, to paying donors, and still this safety concern is very strong. It's one of the strongest concerns. So there seems to be some misinformation uh, about, about that. The second concern is uh, about essentially reducing the altruism of people. Now you put a price on plasma, and so people will be less likely uh, to donate, especially those who really care uh, about doing it in an altruistic way. That's, again, a valid concern. In theory, the evidence from other activities, including blood donations and so on, doesn't seem to, uh, to support uh, this view either. And finally, there is the ethical concern that you mentioned, and that in fact seems to be the most relevant one in the uh, legislations or the rationale behind uh, behind the legislation. The the concern there is that people might be exploited, so they might be unduly influenced to donate, so they wouldn't do it freely, right. and that wouldn't be fair. Uh, or maybe that there are even deeper concerns about you know the dignity of the human body uh, to which we cannot put any price. And so these are very deep concerns, uh, and they have to be taken very seriously. Uh, the question is, well, are we then okay uh, if we really believe it, that there is exploitation or unfairness? Are we really okay with Americans being exploited mm-hmm. uh, so that we can get the, blas- the plasma uh, we, uh, we need? And, you know, when it gets to the ethics and morality, things really get very blurry. So think about fairness. Is it fairer not to pay someone who spends, I don't know, 60 minutes uh, laying down with a needle in their arm, or maybe they deserve some compensation, given that everybody else who is involved in the plasma collection, doctors, nurses, uh, the producers of the machines that you need to collect this, uh, uh, this plasma, well, they're paid, right? So why not only give a share of... Uh, you know, the value that is created from these activities also to the donors. I'm not saying we should. I'm just saying we really need to think through the complexity of the issues before taking a very extreme and sometimes irreversible position. Well, and we should be guided by the evidence, shouldn't we? Uh, Yeah. I mean, again, uh, we can, you know, as a society, we might still think uh, that uh, it's, not acceptable to pay because of certain values, but let's be clear about what these values are, okay? I agree with you, yes, the evidence goes in the direction of saying 
Spain brings more supply and at least in the last 20, 25 years, very safe uh, supply. Uh, you could also make an argument that Canada being an industrialized, advanced country should actually be an exporter of plasma towards, for example, developing countries who are even in more need. Right. But we can still decide not to, okay, that's, a, you know, a, in my opinion, a totally acceptable position as long as we really motivate it well and we inform the public well about why we're doing this, what the costs are, what the consequences are. This is what uh, I feel was missing from the whole debate in Ontario, where I am right now, uh, as well as in Alberta, as a, a, anywhere else in Canada. Right, yeah, and there are other provinces are considering similar bans That's as right. well. So That's right. um, what are you it's hoping then um, that, that this, this letter and the donation ethics initiative, what, what do you hope to accomplish through this? Uh, well, we hope that to some extent, given that there is uh, this expert panel uh, uh, now working on these issues on the supply of especially immune globulin uh, products, uh, which is one of the uh, products that you derive from plasma, uh, there is a, an expert panel at the federal level working on understanding how to increase supply. Uh, we would like to bring this back to the table and to really consider uh, properly the different options without precluding uh, the compensation options right away, right off the bat, without even discussing uh, the complexity of it, what happens in other countries, what we know, uh, what we can say, and how we should inform the public uh, about, uh, about it. So let's reopen the conversation with you know, all the pieces, all the elements on, on the table uh, before shutting it down. For some reasons that, again, it's not clear. We were very uh, surprised by that, by the lack of clarity about the reasons and, or in other words, how the reasons that were brought were, you know, are easy to sort of, uh, um, you know, oppose. <laughs> right. Well, people can read more at donationethics.com. Yes. And I think this raises some important issues. Uh, Professor Lankatera, thank you so much for joining us here today. Really oh, appreciate it. All right, take thank care. You so much. Uh, that is uh, Nicola Lankatera at the University of Toronto, one of the signatories to this letter. You can find at donationethics.com. Uh, and they're saying, look, let's, let's slow down here and have a conversation about what it is we're trying to accomplish uh, and whether all of these bans are actually getting us in that direction. Uh, last year, the CEO of Canadian Blood Services said our desire would be to do this without remunerating donors, without paying donors. But we need to recognize we're talking about very, very significant increases in the amount of plasma that we collect. So we need to look at what is going on to make this the most viable option. So they are looking to greatly expand the amount of plasma that's collected across the country. So how are we going to accomplish that? And if the evidence tells us that compensating donors is an effective way to do that, and it does not compromise the safety of the supply, then why wouldn't we do it? It is extremely hypocritical, isn't it, to say that we need to ban this, that is immoral for Canadians to be compensated for this, but we have no problem at all importing large amounts of product from the United States where donation is commonplace, or where compensation for donation is commonplace. It makes no sense to me. There was a pay-for-plasma clinic that has existed in Winnipeg for decades. Canadian Blood Services gets supply from it. There is no issue. Now, there is concern. Canadian Plasma Resources, a private company that uh, opened a clinic in Saskatoon last year, and I think that's in a lot of ways what prompted the bill here in, in Alberta and prompted consideration of similar bills in B.C. and elsewhere. 
And as far as I'm aware, they still don't have uh, a contract, an arrangement with Canadian Blood Services. So where's the product being collected by that company going? If it's going overseas, well, that's problematic because we've got an issue here in Canada that we need to increase supply. So why can't Canadian Blood Services make an arrangement with that company and others? I don't think there's a reason to prevent it. That seems to be the trend. And that's exactly what the Alberta NDP did last year in the face of, I think, compelling evidence that we shouldn't be banning this. 974-8255 is our number. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.